Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing today? This is a very exciting show of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. It's actually New Year's Day Eve. It's New Year's Eve. It's December 31st. I know that... um. The show is is uh, Friday morning, but we're, you're listening to it on Friday morning. But I got together in the studio today uh, with the CKCA team. So this show is dedicated to the CKCA hour. So I hope you're going to tune in and stay listening because we've got an incredible uh, show today, a, an incredible lineup of great guests from the CKCA team. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time or know the routine already, uh, I'm Naomi Nachman and I'm about all the food all the time. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet and anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call or Dini delivers. <laughs> we'll talk about her in a little bit. Um, I love cooking for people for Shabbos, Yontov, Pesach. It's about 90-something days away. I won't freak you out. Um, and I share my kosher food traveling and, and my where I eat at restaurants and anything food-related, please, I'm going to share them with you. So share them right back with me. So you can email me at naomi at nachamsegal.com. Thank you for the people that do email me and share your exciting experiences. Um, you can join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Pinterest. I think I got all four in. Yeah. Uh, my newsletter is, uh, you can sign up for my newsletter on my website, theaussiegourmet.com, and I'll try to send you some interesting, fun recipes to get us through this cold winter. So as I always say, if you eat it, share it. I uh, just want to give a couple of shout-outs. Last week, we were live in Gomeglat, uh, in Cedarhurst. We had such a good, fun time. Eitan Bernath, uh, the 12-year-old uh, competitor from Chopped, joined us. Um, he was really not feeling well that day, and he really pulled himself together, right, ZK? He was unreal. We made fresh churros. We had a chat with him, as well as other great guests as well, Malky Hirsch and, and um, Nate Crimin and the, the, Jay Booksbaum was doing wines there. I hope I haven't left anyone out, but it was uh, Seth Levitt, of course, from Abels and Hyman, and we said Jay from uh, did a wine pairing with us. But it was so much fun. You can catch that show on uh, our YouTube channel on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, it was always a lot of fun doing shows uh, in the supermarket, especially the one I'm in probably every single day. How pathetic is that? But I, I love to go to the supermarket. So I always like to see what will inspire me with from ingredients for dinner that night. Sometimes I plan in advance, but other times I just go to the supermarket, walk the aisles and feel the, you know, feel what I'm going to make for dinner by seeing awesome and interesting new products. Um, big shout out to Stop, Chop and Roll. They saved my life this week. Had a really crazy day uh, yesterday and I just couldn't get back in time for dinner and I called the guys up from uh, Stop, Chop and Roll in Cedarhurst if you need a quick dinner and they'll deliver it to my very hungry children when I was not home. So a big shout out and thank you to Stop, Chop and Roll. And I was in Teaneck on Monday, had an amazing coffee at Lazy Bean. Absolutely fantastic coffee. I don't say, you know, my listeners know that I don't love American coffee, but whatever I had there was amazing. So it was really good. And of course, don't forget to buy your tickets for KFWE, the Kosher Food and Wine Experience. Uh 2015 is coming up in early February. Okay, wow, a lot of information going on there. So how's everybody doing? We've got a really full house here. I'm just going to just give a quick rundown who's uh, who I've got in the studio with me. Uh, Jesse's clearing his throat, ready for his big moment on uh, table for two. Good morning. How are you? Jesse Blonder, we, he Hi. is the uh, executive director, <laughs> <laughs> uh, owner, co-owner, director Correct, yes. of CKCA, which stands for, you're going to give it out? Yes. Uh, Center. The Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. Okay. And we have next to him, Chef Avram. Whoa. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thanks yeah. for having us our, here. Our um, pleasure. And then I've got two of the talented, talented um, uh, graduates from the school have gone on to great success, so we're going to hear from them in a little bit. Dini Klein from Dini Delivers, Yay. so I was very excited. Um, and oh, you got a little camera there, so you can. We're also um, are filming this show too, so people can watch it online afterwards on the YouTube channel. And Mechi, I, I didn't catch your last name. Cornfield. That's Mechi Cornfield. Corn. Cornfield, sorry. Not a cornfield. Cornfield. Ah, there you go. <laughs> uh, he just got here right before the show started uh, going, so uh, I didn't catch his last name. But thank you, everyone, for coming in on on a uh, you know New Chilly, Year's Eve. A on New Year's Eve. Era of 
Erev New Year's Eve. Yeah, you know, I I took the train in and it was um you know very quiet in Manhattan today in Midtown, and then I took the subway down to the Lower East Side. It, it was it was definitely very chilly, but very quiet. But I think oh, on the way great. way home, it's going to be really intense. So, all right, Jess. Yeah. How's it Talk going? We we know each other a long time since you started. I think so. I think this is my my this is my third time in the studio. I did a show with Miriam on right. the network, and I did a show with you before. Right, and you're also on our Kosher oh, yeah, Fest show. Oh yeah, was at Kosher Don't Fest. Forget, that was a great show for us. Live from Kosher Fest. That was yeah. great. Yeah. So, um, how did Let's you stop. come into this? Where did you meet uh, the guys? That who did you start this with? <coughs> you started by yourself. Seven years ago. I responded to an ad on, of all things, Craigslist. Ah, yeah, the old infamous Craigslist, yeah. You can get furniture on Craigslist. You can find lots of things on Craigslist, but apparently you can find a career too. Fantastic. Shout I, out to them. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for, I was working as a, as a chef, as a cook, and I was looking for a new gig and I was responding to ads and I saw something posted that said, kosher cooking school seeks director, something like that. And I said, oh, this is interesting. I'm Jewish. It's in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Let's see what this is. So I responded to my now current partners who are Elka and Barch Pinson of Happy Home Housewares in Brooklyn. Sure. One thing led to another. We started doing classes. We went into business. We started the school. We started the professional training program. Seven years later, here we are. Unreal. Unreal. It's amazing to think that if, you know, a split second decision, you can just say in one second, I'm not interested. And then your life is completely different. Right. And that was what happened with me. On behalf of the kosher cooking community, we thank you for joining, for, for answering <laughs> that ad and becoming, you know, who you are today and thank what you. you have started today. You know, when you give someone a, a business and you mm. give, you teach them a trade, you're, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a godsend. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a labor of love. But when people come back to us and say, Hey, I'm working. I'm doing something. This has changed my life. That makes it worthwhile. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So how many graduates have you had pass through the school? At this point, I believe the number is in and around 500 wow. between our two programs, culinary and pastry arts. So it's, it's a, a, it's big a milestone for it's us. It's a really big number. Yeah. It's a really big number. Now, it's a nice number. You, you do do recreational classes as well. We've yes, We've spoken about public. that. I, I've, I've taught one for you. Yes. Way <laughs> back when. <laughs> we got a story. <laughs> we always talk <laughs> about that. Right. But, um, yeah, so, so, um, you have your recreational classes, which is great for mums who want to kind of t- do something fun or, or you have dads. Date, or, dads, or dads, of course, or Come kids on. or whoever wants to like just have an entertainment, learn a little bit, yeah. don't have the time. Because they're in the sick careers, but they like cooking. They yeah. come, they take some classes, they go on date night there. I know a lot of people that have date recently done it. People yeah. have come over to me. I, someone just came over to me and they said they did date night this, for an anniversary. I'm like, oh, that's a great that, date night. Is, they loved it. Is our most successful thing we've ever done. So we, we give take, our audience, tell our audience who don't know about it. Well, date night is a class for couples. It's a cooking class for couples. We have two types. One is a competition based on the show Chop, <laughs> <laughs> and one is a uh, um, a, a more instructional class where we teach them how to make a menu. And we take seven couples. We do it on Motze Shabbos, but we also do it as a private party option, and we do it during the week the rest of the year. And just to give you an example of how popular it is, this Saturday we have we have space for seven. It's sold out, and we have nine couples on a waiting list. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it's That's our, cool. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely one of our big hits. That's a great, yeah. it's a brilliant idea. Okay, so you've got your recreational. Let's talk about your professional yeah. baking and professional cooking classes. Yes. Well, we have a program for each, baking and cooking. They're short-term intensive style programs. They're meant for people who have a passion for cooking, whether they want to take that passion and use it for their own personal uh, enrichment or if they want to make a living at it like the students we have here today. Basically, it's it's a great program for anyone who wants to learn more about cooking or baking, and they uh, it takes about three months full time. Right. It's not a tremendous it's three commitment. months every day. It's Monday through Thursday, uh-huh. but we also offer part time options too. Okay, I know you have something at night twice a week. We have a part time option that runs a few times a year. That's three nights a week. We get a lot of people who are making the transition into a new career in that, um, students, people who work, etc. cetera. Um, but it's, a, it's not a tremendous commitment in, of time or money, but it's a tremendous investment in yourself. Right. 
It's a big step. It is a big step. To take it, whether you're changing careers or not, you know. It is. It's to be, not to be taken lightly, but yeah. if you are looking to make a career in the kosher food business, we're a good place to start. We're an excellent place to start. And are you accredited with any of the big, big, I don't know, is there an accreditation that you need, like a, a college that, you know, college will say accredited with this or accredited with that? Do well, you have that in the... We're, we're a proprietary school, so it's a private trade school. Okay. Um, in the food business, to be a chef, people ask a lot, oh, do I, when I graduate, am I a chef? Do I have a license to be a chef? There's actually, there's no such thing as right. a license to be a chef. There's a lot of people who call themselves chefs who probably are not chefs. The title chef, you go to school, you work at some point after you assume a certain amount of responsibility and you've accomplished a certain amount. And I'm sure Chef Wiseman has more to say about what yeah. makes a chef a chef. Yeah, I would like to hear that. I'm going to write that question but, uh, down for him. What makes chef a chef? But the school is a is a jumping off platform, and the two things you want out of a school obviously a good education, but you also want a network, right? Uh, a group. And, and, and let's that's talk about that. Let's sure. talk about the network. You know what happens when you've done this course and right. you're now launching this kosher careers. Like you, what yes. what is the next step after you know these uh, young friends of ours, uh, young chefs over here, they finish the courses. Either you can go into business for yourself. We know Honey Applebaum is busy in Brooklyn. She's gone on. Right. And, and Deanie also has her own business Deanie today. and, mm-hmm. and um, Avi Roth has done Gotham, Gotham Burgers. Like, sure. Um, and, and others too. So, so, but if you're looking to be for a job, yeah. how, how does your networking? Well, the first thing, when you finish the program, if you have no previous experience, you have the option to do an internship. You work somewhere for a short period of time to gain experience. And we have relationships with the best restaurants in the city with caterers, uh, with institutional settings like schools, camps. So basically, whatever you have in mind for yourself, we can place you somewhere where you can gain a little bit of experience. Sometimes that leads to a paid position. Others, other times it doesn't. But if you do an internship or not, the next step is try to find a job. And that's what Chef Wiseman, he works full-time for the school and beyond teaching the classes he spends his entire day on the phone, his cell phone. <laughs> what a shame. And when I say his entire day, I don't mean he's just so while talented. he's at the office. We're talking a 24-hour day. 24 <laughs> hours on the phone, on Facebook, yeah, text messages, WhatsApp, uh, everything. Every form of communication that I didn't even know existed till a couple of years ago. <laughs> with, <laughs> well, it with, didn't exist till it, 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 it right? It's been, now, with students. And what is he doing? We're we're basically making connections. You're looking for a job. You're hiring. Okay, we have these students looking for a job. We have these employers looking to hire, and he's just he's just making connections. He's like the operator. He's uh, he's connecting people in the food business, and that's what really that's what our goal is. We want to be the center of this network within the food business that connects employers, people who create, people who write about food, people like yourself, people like the students we had, the graduates we have here. And recently, we started something to formalize that, okay. and that's koshercareers.com, right. which is a job board. It's a website for people who are looking or people people who are looking for jobs or people who are looking to hire. So whatever the job is, it could be a chef's position, a cook's position, personal chef. could be Mushroom. in manufacturing. It could be in kashros. It could be yeah, an office job that's for a food manufacturing company. If it has to do with food, kosher food, that's a place to go for it. And so it's a pet project of ours. We don't charge money for it, but it's really gets to the heart of, of what, what you makes do. School tick. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good because you want people to come and invest in the program. Besides the financial investment, the the, the personal investment, and you, they want to know that it's good, could help them get somewhere. Like all schools, Absolutely. I know my husband when he was in college, he had. Uh, job placement, right? Place, you know. So you've got to we do, do that. that too. And now, but we do that to the extent of uh, a lot of places. I think say they do it, but we, I mean, Chef Wiseman, myself to a certain degree, we we go out and we we're looking for people. We're your eyes and ears, and it's a very personalized experience. It's a, we're a small school, small business, and we really give each student the small uh, and growing, small and growing. <laughs> Growing, um, we have big aspirations, but for now, we, you know, we really put the time in for our students on behalf of them. Right, and and you don't have to go to Johnson and Wales or ICE, ICE. I don't know how they. Right, that's a right? great school. And they're great schools. They're amazing, and it, I cannot imagine making food I can't eat. It's already like sometimes with our own kosher limitations, right? Like, I, this morning I got up really early to make um, a meat sauce for my kids for dinner because. 
I'm not going to be home. I'm going to stay in the city a little bit <laughs> and go out to eat somewhere fabulous, I hope. I hope you're listening, Svina. <laughs> Actually, not today. Um, and I wanted to try the meat sauce, but no way can I become flashic when I knew I was going to have Duncan, um, Krispy Kreme <laughs> that I got at Penn Station this morning. That was part of my eating plan today was take the train in, go to Krispy Kreme and bring it down for the Thank guys Thank you here. for breakfast. Yeah, no worries. You got food for us too, so we're very excited to move on to that in a little bit. <laughs> right. Um but, you know, you can't – I couldn't eat my meat sauce. That's what I was going on about, yeah. I couldn't – because I can only imagine you making this fabulous butter sauce and the pans yeah, aren't kosher. It. I mean, even if the ingredients are kosher, the pans aren't kosher. You know, like, it must be so torturous for these. I'm, I'm, I've spoken to many chefs who have gone who have gone to culinary school right. bef- 20 years ago, before mm-hmm. you guys were around, before – you know, it's only, you're only around seven years, but – it was hard for them, and now you can do this. And I get calls from people all the time. You know, yeah. What should I do? I'm like, the answer is CKCA. It's not that hard. Thank you very much. Yeah. We like to think the answer is CKCA. And, and how can people find you? We're going to keep talking, but let's, you know. Well. If you're tuning in now, go to, we had CKCA Hour on the Nakam Siegel Network right, right here on Table for Two. And we're talking with a whole team of CKCA. We've got Jesse, and we've got the chefs, and we've got the graduates, and we've got, we're trying to, you know, Get a good feel for everybody as much as I love CKCA. I want everybody to feel the love <laughs> and take the classes and get in there and just, you know, let's be better foodies. You know, all – everything's being elevated now, right? It's true. There's a lot happening. Even in, you know, seven years ago when we started the transition, even on the one block that we're on in terms of the quality and – in the hub of the Flatbush. He's in the, the hub, hub of Flatbush, Flatbush okay? Yes. Uh, uh, Coney, Coney Island, Island and Avenue, Jay. J&K. Yeah, right down the road from some fabulous eateries. And and it's just amazing how how many things have happened. But also, more so than that, and what drives the whole thing is it's driven by people's awareness. So I think people now, people within the community, they just want more options. They want higher quality options. And uh, when you come to expect it, when you come to demand it, it'll happen because people need to make a living doing this. And if they're not going to make a living serving you the same old stuff, then they've got to make changes. And they've got to educate themselves or they've got to find people who are educated. And that's what we do. We're educated. It all begins with a good education. We like to think so. (laughs) Okay. So let's speak to one of our educators himself. Hi, how are you? Chef Hi, Naomi. Thanks for having us. Abram Wiseman. Um, I'm actually friends with his sister, so big sh- shout out hey, to your... Hey, hey, does she know we're together today? Oh, I know. I don't know. Okay. Well, for all of you out there in the five towns, uh, <laughs> Naomi was nice enough to invite us over, and uh, we're really enjoying uh, noshing on her Krispy Kreme Krispy donuts. Krispy Kreme donuts. But yeah. you've, you've got, we've got some pickles going on, but let's talk before we uh, eat these pickles that you made for us. Um, where did you get your culinary background from? Where did you go to school? Good question. I started at uh, I started at a city school called um, uh, New York City Tech or New York City Hotel Restaurant Management School. It's part of the CUNY program, City University of New York, and uh, I started there. And that's on J Street in Borough Hall in Brooklyn. Okay. And I was fortunate enough to be. Uh, drafted, accepted, roped into a trip to Europe where we had a, uh, we had an uh, arrangement with the Bournemouth College of Technology and Fine Arts in Bournemouth, England. Oh, in England. Uh, yeah. Okay. And don't say anything about British food in the seventies because, uh, there is some very good British food, but it <laughs> doesn't always make the uh, mainstream news. Or fish the and chips. Yeah, well, mm, they, yum, yum. they sure do have a good hand with fish and chips. I can't make very good chips these days, Naomi. Why? Well, I went to uh, England, and I'm a hell of a uh, French fry cook, if, if that's all my uh, claim to fame is. Hot chips, hot, hot chips. We call them hot chips. Them. Yeah, we love it. Um, they do a pretty good job with them in Israel, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Machane Yehuda. Yeah, indeed. Next indeed. week, I'm going to be talking to uh, Joel Haber, who got, does food tours of the Shuk and fish and chips. Oh, great. Uh, last time I was on the Shuk, I actually uh, came upon the S-Rogue Man. There's, a, there's someone who makes all these different products out of S-Rogue or Citron juices, and he makes skin creams and all types of uh um, wrinkle removers, and he has, he actually makes medicines from Esrog stuff. That was my last trip to Oh, Montenegro. that's cool. Okay. But getting back to yeah, education and getting yeah. back to how I started my career, um, I started in my, uh, 
late teens, early twenties going to get an education, but, uh, in any culinary school or any type of hotel and restaurant school, anyone in the, anywhere in the food business, what you really learn are the techniques and the skills you need to learn. And then I believe that most of your education begins when you enter the industry, when you actually work hands-on in kitchens. It's great to be able to make a really nice dish in culinary school. But you really don't uh, earn your stripes, as they say, until you make several hundred or several thousand of them. (laughs) And every one of them turn out wonderful, delicious, and the way they were planned and intended. So just like uh, we talk about when you go to yeshiva, you do not learn the entire shas in yeshiva, but you learn how to learn. So that You learn how to learn. You learn how to learn. Great analogy. There we go. So that's what we do. Our biggest goal is not to teach every recipe because that's obviously impossible in a uh, 50 to 100-day period. However, we give you the techniques that the you foundation. can take your career to the next level and that you will be able not only to follow recipes, but our goal is to have our students, our graduates, to be able to create their own dishes and to take kosher cuisine to the next level. As we see lots of uh, chefs doing these days as evidence at the competition at Kosher Fest. Yeah, that and was amazing. Yeah, that was a really fun uh, judge, Naomi. Yeah, yeah I was. I had a great time judging. I got to eat. It you was got so to eat, hard. You got to eat rack of lamb this year. I think at Kosher Fest. I got didn't to eat you? rack of lamb. Yeah. That was so much fun. Actually, I, I there's a video of it uh, on YouTube. I just saw it. Um, really? Yeah, somebody made a, a YouTube uh, highlight of that. Um, I think this, that was our best year. That was it was unreal. You had a Ita Wedigaroth and um, Mason and Mug, right? Mason and Mug, love her stuff. Obsessed with Mason and Mug. Um, David Bloom from Hartman's in Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto, and um, I cannot say his name. Katsuji, Katsuji Tanabe. Tanabe. Oh, I did right. uh, Mexico, sure, in Mex- LA. I'm, I want to go to LA just to go eat there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing a lot of really interesting things, and he was on Top Chef this season. Yeah, yeah representing yeah, kosher. Everyone does realize and everyone sees the uh, the level of creativity and the level of expertise and finesse that uh, all. Kosher restaurants are exhibiting these days. The bar has been raised in kosher cuisine, and uh, I'm not going to take credit for it. And um, um, there's a lot of very sharp people in the industry who have uh, brought lots of creativity, lots of new techniques. Um, There is modernist cuisine going on. What's that? Give me an example of modernist cuisine. But uh, I'd say there are... Uh, Josh Mazin is doing quite a bit of that uh, Where over at? at Nobo in, I believe that is Fort Lee. We're actually doing a class with him. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, in, Chef's Table, I yeah. believe that. It's a class called Chef's Table. It's a new concept we have where we get chefs like Josh who do really creative, really great work. And it's an, it's um, it's like being in the kitchen with him. So you're seated around where he's cooking <gasps> at the school. And he's basically walking you through what he's doing with all of the different dishes. And we serve a tasting menu, some of his best stuff. I would uh, love to. Uh, it's going to be a good one. To uh, come and do a class like that. Uh, it's hopefully just the first installment. Okay. So we'll see. And um, maybe we'll, who knows, maybe we'll give something away later today. Okay. Stay tuned. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. Okay, so let's uh, continue let's this con- food talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, kosher Aussie cuisine. Kosher Aussie cuisine. Have All you, right. Have you put your stamp and your uh, <laughs> your influence on kosher Aussie cuisine? Kosher Aussie cuisine. You know, lamb chops, meat pies. I guess that's sausage not bad. Roll. Yeah, <laughs> pavlova. Oh, you know, that's it. typical Australian cuisine. So you know, beer is in everything. Cooking yes. with alcohol, yum. Um, yeah, you know, we all have our, uh, you know, I, my, you know, passion is just cooking anything and everything. So no real Aussie cuisine. We're getting back to the bar, and we know that everyone uh, loves a drink now and then. Well, setting the bar as uh, raising the bar in the, the world of kosher cuisine, and we're all aware. Anyone who eats at kosher restaurants knows that in the last 10 years, 
the bar has been raised on the creativity. Like crazy, like crazy. Ah, well, uh, things have come a long way from the days of Schmolka Bernstein. And, uh, <laughs> right here on the Lower East Side. Well, Schmolka Bernstein was, I mean, uh, as a child, I'm showing a... My age here. That was about the only place to get kosher Chinese food in those really? days. I won't, really? There were not too many choices back in the 1970s. So if you were kosher and you wanted the taste of Asia, there were not a you, whole lot of you choices. You lined up on Essex Street? And that was the place. <laughs> wow. Um, that was the only place you would see Chinese waiters with yarmulkes speaking Hebrew or Chinese. It's hilarious. It was. Fun. I remember my, my first few months in America was their last few months, so I did get to eat there. It was quite an experience. Yeah, an experience and a time capsule. Oh, yeah, it was great. I'm but, glad I got to be part of that, as, especially now as a foodie that I have that memory of eating there. But these days, from East Coast to West Coast, we know that uh, there are some very talented people who are either kosher or are making their living in the kosher the, industry. The kosher industry. Yeah. I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. It is not only Jewish people who are uh, eating kosher food these days. Many people who are um, following health plans and uh, are just more aware of where their food is coming from, their raw products. There are many people who will only buy kosher chickens, even though they're not Jewish people, because people are aware of the way food is handled on the industrial level. I see I see people buying um kosher, glut kosher hot dogs at Costco who are not Jewish yeah, there you because go. they know that, and it happens to be Abel's and Hyman. Okay, I'm going to give them another shout-out for our show because they're our sponsors, but I, I'm, I'm serious. Like I, I go to Costco three twice a week. I love their stuff, um, as well as I do the rest of my shopping in Gourmet Glatt. And I see people buying Abel's and Hyman hot dogs because they know it's got good quality meat. And we don't sure. put garbage in our food and we hold ourselves to a, uh, you know. A higher authority. I know. Yeah, that is a great commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. Not ours, but yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we're not taking credit for it, but we can. Uh, yeah, give that gra- a gra- yeah. We can Abs- grab a absolutely. little bit. Absolutely. Um, I'll let... Losa is your community relations and PR manager, and she is, like, mm-hmm. so passionate about this school, and we're always in touch and talking, and we've wanted to do this for a long time, so, you know, it's really... Yeah, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. <laughs> On New Year's Eve Day. On New Year's Eve Day. We need, we need some cocktails. So let's talk about these pickles that we've got here. What have you got here? Yeah, what, what did... I told what? them they're not allowed to come here without food, because me and ZK like to eat. We've got donuts donuts and pickles. I know. (laughs) Admission fee to the studio is Is pickles. We'd love to have you here, but homemade pickles. Bring us food. Please bring food. It's like it's like we're hungry all the time. Yeah, we are hungry all the time. (laughs) Zika's chuckling away. Okay. What we have on uh, on the table here is um, these are some homemade preserves. (gasps) uh, Our expanded culinary class, which includes a class on charcuterie. Charcuterie, right? Uh, technically, charcuterie, uh, if I can curse here, well, it actually means the art of the pig. And believe it or not, we don't use pigs in CKCA, but uh, what we do is we learn how to preserve meats. And that's what we've taken from this. Besides meats, we've learned uh, how uh, people have preserved food before refrigeration, before freezing. And... Um, we're talking about brining, we're talking about smoking, we're talking about pickling, we're talking about vacuum Anning. packing, and uh, on the table here, we have a couple of savory tastes. I don't really know if it's appropriate for breakfast, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we but, can eat pickles anytime. Yeah, this is look, the Lower East Side, home of the original yeah, kosher pickle. First of all, it's home of the Lower East Side, <laughs> and, and second of all, you can never tell someone from uh, either Long Island, uh, whether it's five towns or east. It's always a good time for something savory, isn't it? Absolutely. Wow. There's always a good time to eat, isn't it? Never do you, a bad Do you want to taste? We, yeah. Too early yeah. Or you we have, I'm serious. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm Let's like do it. Start Naomi up with a little bit of a... Uh, these are uh, two of our young ladies from the current class, Julia and Bracha, made uh, these Mediterranean-style... Uh, pickled mushrooms, and these have been oh, put in a jar about three months ago, believe it or not, and they haven't been refrigerated. So we're going to make sealed. Uh, Am I going to die? Well, safely, we're going to find out. Sealed. We're going to let Naomi taste the I'm mushrooms gonna, first. If I kill over in the middle of the show, you know what happened to me. No, so, uh, it's obvious that they seal well because uh, well, these are put in ball jars, and um, if it forms a good vacuum, uh, the cover of the jar shows you there's a vacuum intact. And then we know they're safe. And, and they are safe. Yeah. Okay, we, thank uh, you. We made sure that we wanted to be invited <laughs> back here. cannot pass yeah, out in the we, middle we, of the show. 
it wouldn't be good for our reputation if we killed the show host. On, yeah, no, on not the air. not good, at, not good at all. So you know, it's it's really um, a fun thing to do to you know for the people that are um, we have you know two kind of audiences here a little bit. We've got our listeners and we have some of our viewers that watch us uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to just describe to the listeners to the listeners who are not watching what's actually happening. So um, uh, Chef brought down three kinds of pickles. And we've put them into little containers. And I'm going to try some. We're going to pass it around the room and everyone's going to have a little nibble. So I'm just going to pick. So which one am I trying first? Try the mushrooms. The mushrooms. What's that one? I'm okay. insisting because it's the least vinegary. The least vinegary. I, I didn't want you to get anything too. What's that? That is. The ring. From, yeah, it's the, from the seal. Jar. Too okay. acidic. I um, happen to love mushrooms. Is this a ta- um, thing? Okay. I happen to love mushrooms. I'm going to take a little bowl. Okay. And I'm taking some uh, mushrooms out. Um. Okay, I don't know. Do you have? Oh, you have a bowl. Okay, I'm going to take a clean fork. Mm. I think the bracha mushrooms is shahakol baruch atadanayim elcham shakoni vera. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. Can you hear me too? Mm. How's that? Oh my god. Number one, I love pickled mushrooms. Yeah, and, and these, these can be them. done with uh, any type of mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, so what whether, mushrooms is this? These are standard domestic mushrooms from Pennsylvania. Um, these can be done with shiitakes or portobellos. So this is like a white mushroom, a white button? Yes, a white button. Domestic white mushrooms, button. what they're okay. called. Uh, and what's the brown one called? Uh, the cremini. Cremini? cremini yeah. Is that like a baby bella? Cause uh, very similar. Very there similar. Are, yeah, there I, are so many mushrooms and so many funguses. I, I, love, <laughs> I love mushrooms. Yes, yeah, so do I. And uh, mm. I lo- the part I love about them is that you don't need a hashgacha for them. We could just go over to Fairway and... You could, you could pick up anything from morels to chanterelles to uh, the, the really gorgeous ones. I recently saw something called lobster mushrooms. A lobster mushroom? Yeah, they were bright red and they were fresh right out of the ground. So, again, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, is a truffle? A, uh, that's in the mushroom family, well, it right? Is, it is technically. It's, it's also a fungi, but it technically isn't a mushroom. No, it's not. Okay, we don't get those kosher so much. Actually, I mean, I'm in the kosher, but we can't get them. Actually, I was amazed that uh, right down the block from the school, we are fortunate enough to be in the same neighborhood as the pickle guys. Is that what you're going to say? No, but you're close. Oh. It also begins with a P, uh, pomegranate. Uh, and um, recently, uh, while I was uh, looking in their showcases, they have featured fresh Truffles. Fresh truffles. I was so surprised. I said, well, wait a second. After I saw fresh truffles in a supermarket in Brooklyn, I said to myself, I'll bet they're going to be throwing leftover truffles in the chillant this Thursday. Oh, God. No one would buy them. But guess what? About two hours later, they were sold out. They were sold out. Yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. That's amazing. Yeah. So, again, that shows you that the level of sophistication in kosher cuisine, the bar has been raised so high, the level of education in our standard, uh, there is no such thing as a a standard housewife. I mean, people, our graduates, who I'm sitting right next to someone who I don't know if I would call her a housewife. No, uh, (laughs) she's too fab for that. Yeah, we we got Dini of Dini Delivers, and Dini uh, was one of my students. And again, the bar has been raised for a level of sophistication in in uh, knowledge, in um, finesse, in uh, flavor profiles in food, and of course, uh, last but definitely not least, levels of presentation of what's going on in the kosher food industry. The the barriers have been broken and smashed. The bar has been raised, and some of the foods being served in Glot kosher restaurants these days. Are all coming from you guys? Uh, well, it's, uh, certainly not. We, we <laughs> more can't more. take right, credit right, for Right, Messi, right? <laughs> but uh, we can take a little credit because also to my left, besides Dini, we have Mechi Kornfeld. And I'm really proud that both, uh, both of these uh, folks sitting next to me are uh, making some money. They're uh, paying some bills from the food business, from the kosher food business. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> and we, we have, I have, and Jesse has something, something to do with this. I can't take full credit because Dini is really uh, extremely sophisticated. And before she came to us, <laughs> she had a very good working knowledge of flavor profiles. I just learned that term, flavor profile. Yeah, well, uh, that's a major... That's a major concept that we teach in the school, not just a flavor, but building flavor profiles through 
various herbs, uh, various seasonings. And we talk about spices, seasoning, herbs, and they aren't all the same. And the principles of reduction and all the different <laughs> techniques used to build flavors. How do you like that one? That was really spicy. <laughs> oh, you must have had a pepper. Yeah. Yeah. No, a pickle, a pickled oh, pepper. I don't this? know. Was it, was a, it this a pickled one? cucumber was hot. You know, it's it's. You know, I just don't want to take away from your last comment because that was just. You said it really well. <laughs> you. You're you're really proud of of what you've accomplished. I am. I'm like Papa at the school. <laughs> I, I I shop some nachos it's every really time. Nice. One, every any time one of the graduates uh, gets a either a, a, a another job. A better job, gets a raise, moves on to another level, uh, starts their own business, or gets their own interview on television, gets a blurb in the newspaper. Or anything. comes on table for two. Yeah. <laughs> any of this, when I see uh, any of our students being successful with some of the techniques and skills that they've acquired at the school or just um, perfected, Thank improved. You. Yeah, these are all good things, and um, we're small enough to be one big happy family. So, I see that. Yeah, I see that. I mean, you know, being friends with Arlette, she's always been giving shout-outs to all the graduates, and you know, even like she gets, she includes me, and I, I you know, I, I, I haven't, I taught a class, but I haven't. You did. I don't know if I've even taken a class because I've been. You're a, busy. Uh, yeah, no, I've been an instructor. I've been, and so you know. Um, I took a lot of my cooking courses before, and I'm like dying to come back. And I keep we've, we've spoken before, maybe yeah. about doing an intermediate class where you're not so you know, right? Not a basics, but the next level up. Yeah. Um, you know, graduate. You know, like a like a master's program. You know, uh, yeah, the next level. You got your BA. Arts. Yeah. And then we'll go for a PhD. Yeah, that. that sounds great. <laughs> um, but you know, I can imagine like uh, I was a teacher in preschool once, and when I see my kids. That I taught when they were little and they're all grown up. It's nice to see. It's nice to see. It's really so nice it's kind see. of like that. You're already grown up and you, but you've gone through your infancy stage of being the young chef and learning techniques. Even you come in with something solid and now you guys have just pushed through onto the next level. And I, I see mummy and daddy are just so proud. Daddy, daddy, daddy. daddy. No I'm one's the mummy, but you know, I'm yeah. using the, the term mummy and daddy. The parents, the parents, yeah. Yeah, the parents. We, we passed the ball off of. Until the next generation. So let's talk for a couple of minutes. By the way, I just got to talk about the pickles. They were fabulous. Thank you. I ate the pickled veggies, which I love. That was uh, I, actually. I think that's the best. Actually, oh, here. Can I, I just I, say I that was not normal? Can I hold that up to I, the camera? I, I, I wanted you it's to in see a mason the, jar. Uh, down in the bottom there, there are cipollini onions, and I think that's the best part of that. Oh, I'm grabbing I mean, that. I, 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 I started putting these on my barbecue in the summertime. Oh, goodness. Sick, so wonderful. sick amazing. I'm going to grab that. I want you to go uh, dig down to the bottom <laughs> of our uh, mason jar, a ball jar, this and go for clean. that cipollini onion. I want that cipollini onion. Yeah, I think anyone who has <laughs> a, uh, really loves mushrooms would definitely love oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna dig that out. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to do it after the show. <laughs> I think you need a shovel. I don't think, I think I need a shovel. Oh, it's it. coming up. It's yeah, coming up. What are you talking about? I'm a determined foodie here. Okay, so I've grabbed this Cipollini. Oh, Look at it. that. I'm just going to hold it up to the camera. Can you just describe to our listeners what a Cipollini is? Yeah, a Cipollini is a variety. Is, and then we're going to move on to the, our graduates. Sure. Uh, these Cipollini onions are, are very small. They're flat. They almost look as if and someone stepped on them. Um, they're actually uh, a little bit of a pain to peel. Yeah, they're a bit and, annoying. Uh, so we recommend... Uh, when you're working with Cipollini's to actually toss them into some boiled wa- boiling water for a few seconds, and then the peels come off much easier. Is that a rule with any onion? Mm, yeah, but you lose a lot of the uh, flavor if you're going to boil an onion. So with large Spanish onions, uh, we don't recommend it. But with uh, smaller onions, what we call a pearl onion or a white boiler onion, which are frequently mistaken for pearl onions, or Cipollini's, um, if you have to do more than two or three, and especially someone working in the catering business or restaurant business. Throw um, it in some boiling yeah, water for a second? A, a quick blanch with the peels on them uh, kind of forces them to give up the peels easy and, and, and really makes that task. I love that so, cooking wow. tip. I love that cooking tip. That How was, was that, brilliant. That was outrageous. Nice. Oh, my God, outrageous. That's my favorite one, too. Between uh, sweet and vinegar. Yeah, it was yeah. 
Fantastic. I really got into pickled onions lately. I just started putting it in all our sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I uh, got the recipe from Melinda Strauss. I think those uh, Cipollini onions are one of the best things in the summertime on the barbecue. Oh, my if God. If you grill them um, with either with a marinade and seasoning or just by themselves with the sugars uh, caramelized, they're just delicious. Oh, and love it. Love I it. I can make an appetizer or a mink course out of those. Just, just the onions. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Deanie, hello, how are you? Hello, Naomi. Great. How's it going? Sorry, I'm getting over a little cold. I know, it's my voice. T- unfortunately, it's the season. <laughs> uh, we, is she all mic'd up? Is she sound okay? Just move a li- maybe a little bit closer. Got it. So we have two ladies in the studio. One has a uh, tickle in her throat. One has a pickle in the throat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so Deanie and I met at Kosher Fest a couple months yes, back. That was fun. And I have been following you closely ever since. I oh. just... What you are up to is unreal. So let's just talk a little bit Thank about you. your background. You went to CKCA and then yes. so tell I went me to what CKCA was next. And honestly, it was the best thing because it really jump started my entire career um, in the kosher food industry. Um, so I got my training at CKCA. Uh, I took their summer program. It was in 2011. Okay. It's crazy how long it's been. Wow. Yeah. It went um, fast. Yeah. Time's flown. Time flew, didn't it? God almighty. It was a great class. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. That was awesome. Chef Wiseman was my chef. We had an awesome time. And you had a nice group. We had a great group. Do you still stay that in touch fun. with any of I the graduates? I am in touch on Facebook. I see what everyone's up to That's every so nice. often. That's nice. Thank God yeah. social media. Exactly. Okay. So we're kind of all still a little connected. Nice. Yeah. It's um, kind of a big happy family, yeah, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It's CKCA so nice. family. Yeah, you spend every day with these people, and it's, I think, how long? is three hours a day? Four hours Four a day? Four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It seems like two, See, but it, it, yeah. it is four hours, out. and it flies. Yep, exactly. And yeah. because you're in this one room with so few people, you really get to know them, and, you know, everyone's personalities come out, and you, you really you create a little family. It's fun. I love that. That's so, so cute. Uh, okay, so we've yeah. got so we to we gotta give everyone all their time. Yeah, so I went to CKCA, <laughs> and then I did their externship, which they set me up with at the Prime Grill. I worked at the Prime Grill for so six months. So you also months. do internships. So, yeah, so they, yeah. they hook the whole thing up. Loving that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where were you at the Prime Grill? Prime Grill. Prime Grill. Mm-hmm. In, in New York um, City, in Manhattan. Manhattan. Which, yep. which, uh, the, the, with David Colockett. Yes. Sure. Yeah. David Colockett. Yeah. My so, favorite. He's favorite. He's yep. just he great? a doll. And whenever I, I, I took one class at Macy's when he uh-huh. came. Oh, Degustibus. Degustibus. Oh, yes. And I told him I was there one time, and I was with my aunt and uncle from Australia. Yes. Big shout out to my aunt, Kathy, and, and uncle, Maya. <laughs> Myron Kathy Steen of Sydney, Australia. We took them there, and I told the chef I was there. And he sent out like six things as a present. Oh, so he's, he's so nice. He what is a wonderful. Mensch, he's mensch, so not what mensch. I expected from a restaurant chef. I was putting like intense, and you got to do this, got to do that. He's a sweetheart, wonderful. heart of gold. And, and a pro. He's, yeah. he's, and he's, so, he's so creative. I love the oh, yeah. Very creative. Yep, and he Very, kept me on my toes. He would yeah. challenge me every day if there was a little bit of time off. He'd be like, here, make a fish fumet. He could be tough. Yeah, Hello, fish, I don't know what, what that is. Fumé. Such a nice man. A fumé? Yeah, a fish fumé. Fumé is a what? A fish stock. A I fish guess. stock. He was like, here, make a fish stock. I'm like, I've never done that before. And so, so you took some bones learned. and yeah, veggies. Some bones. I made it happen. And then he would taste it, correct it, and would do it again. I also taste tested some recipes for his cookbook. I made some... Um, Knishes for him. That's so, really yeah, it's nice, fun. He Dini. always gave me something new and interesting to do. So I got great training there. And then, um, and then, even before the CKCA, I started a food blog. Um, What's it called? Dini Delivers. Okay. Um, so DiniDelivers.com. I started a little food blog. That was before you were a mom. Before I was a mom. Yeah. <laughs> this was long ago. This was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back in like 2010, I started it. I got really interested in food. Went to the CKCA, and then after the internship was when I continued my food blog and started a business. Everyone was like, you really need to start selling the food that you're posting on your blog. Like, I, I would buy this for, for Shabbos. I would buy this for weekdays. So, yeah, so I started personal chef business. Um, and thank God it's been great. And my first, absolute first client was referred to me through the CKCA. Someone called in asking for a personal chef, and they lived in the Upper West Side, which is where I was living at the time. Beautiful. Um, so it was just a match made in heaven. And I've been working for them the past three years. Nice. Every week. So it's also like a little family because I work with them every single week. I really know them. I know their diets. It's it's great. Well, yeah. Doesn't Dini Delivers offer a couple different services? So it's all, well, it's customized foods. So everything I do is completely customized, whether you want Shabbos and weekday meals, all customized. Right, right. So, yeah. So it's, 
And and I see that you've been doing a lot of videos. Yeah. Which so I think I, is really nice because we've got a lot of, you know, people out there on Instagram and Facebook and all that, but you've actually brought it to living action. Yeah. So I, I love showing people how to cook because people think something is very intimidating or it looks, you know, too difficult to make, but I love breaking it down, making it raw, showing how to take beautiful ingredients and make a meal out of it, creating something out of nothing. Um, so I started my YouTube channel, which is Dini Delivers. Um, and, yeah, I do different segments with different dishes that you can make for dinners, for breakfast, and pretty much what I do in my everyday life. Where you are know? you doing? Where's your studio? My home. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so cute. So you get a camera crew in yeah, there and so you I'm, film I'm working and with a production company right now, and they come in um, every once a month, I would say. We film a bunch of videos. And people send in requests. I want some more breakfast ideas. I would love dinner ideas. Maybe do a poached egg tutorial. So people have been amazing. I've been great, getting great feedback. You did one on Prime Grill. Did I see a one? Prime Grill. Or you did something. I saw you butcher meats. something. Yeah. I oh, Everybody yes. was talking about yes. that, right? <laughs> so I went back into Prime Grill because I used to butcher um, when I was a Prime Grill. I, I really spent time in every area there. I spent time in the sushi station. I spent time butchering. I spent time on the line. So I went back. What do you mean by the line? See, people, uh, right? Good, great question. <laughs> I, I, li- I like that. Okay. What do you mean about the line? Because we hear about this, and you can pipe up if you need to also. I just, um, we hear about these kind of terms, you know, I've never really Work worked in a, a restaurant. Work in a line. Can yep. you give me and my listeners a rundown on what a line is in a restaurant? It's intense. The orders are coming in. It's busy. It's like rush, rush, rush. It's insane. Um, and you need to create these dishes and just bang them out because people are hungry. People are ordering. And there's the grill guy back there. There's the salad guy. Um, or girl. Was, or, yeah. <laughs> well, here it happened to have been all guys. And this guy, Jose, was on the grill. It was awesome. And then there was me who was like kind of running all in between everybody and trying to get as much knowledge as I can. I'd love to get a breakdown of actually behind the scenes of a restaurant. Yeah, Maybe we'll have to do a show mm-hmm. just dedicated to that because I, I, I'm actually fascinated now. You've it opened really up is. A, yeah, so it, it's fun. It's an experience. Very and I would intense, have to plate the dish. Really? It's so intense. And every dish needs to come out beautiful and perfect every single time. Like Chef Wiseman was saying, you know, once you've done the same dish a hundred times or so, that's when you can be called a chef. You know? Right, right. You you're you're only as good as your worst meal. Exactly. Not your <laughs> really? Is that, is that really a lie? Judge, is that that's a lie? right. That's how we judge. That's how chefs are judged. You're only as good as your worst meal you ever put out. Really? Mechi, how do you feel about that line? You agree yeah, with me or you disagree? Yeah. So, Mechi, thank you, Dini. And Dini, I'm going to have you back, man. Yeah, I'd love so to. so much to talk about. Two me. personal chefs yapping yes, away about food. I would food. love to hear about what you've been doing and yeah. how you got started. It's, it's <laughs> a fun be, industry. Yes, it's a fun sure. industry. And, you know, when I first started, there was just... Like me and a few others. Me, wow. um, Susie was already out there. Mm-hmm. Lavana Kershman was always on the. Leo Lavana uh-huh. was always out there. She's a pioneer. Uh, she is a pioneer. Yeah. A bit of the modern, um, you know, new wave. You know, you guys. Definitely. It's it's just unbelievable. It, thank you for coming in, and we're going to have a nice so little much. chat. And, Love it. You know, I, when we're planning the show, yeah. uh, Arlette and I back and forth, and then Jesse, and then we said, I'd like a well-rounded show. I want mm-hmm. Jesse. I want a chef. I didn't know who was available. That was going to be up to you. Right. And I said, and two days ago, I said, I want graduates. That's really rounded out. So we have Dini, who's a personal chef, and and his videos and a blog, and we have Mechi over here, who's a, res, a chef in a restaurant. Have you? We got him. We're good on the. Ca- I just want to make sure that you're all on the camera as hello, well. Hello. And we have sound for him. Excellent. ZK is the best engineer. He keeps the show running and <laughs> keeps us moving. Lets me know how long we've got. Pretty much a good um, 12 minutes left to schmooze. Let's get, we got to get some mechi We've got to get some mechi on. Yep. But I just want to do a, uh, tab- a station ID. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Heard on a Rutsheva English Radio. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. I'm sitting here with a CKCA team joining me today on New Year's Eve. Uh, and you are listening to this show, Erev Shabbat. Um, and it's been an exciting hour. We have learned so much about food and behind the scenes and what's coming up for CKCA and how you two can go to CKCA. And Jesse has yes. a giveaway for us. Uh, well, we're going to give away a free class, aren't we? A free class. Yeah. That's great. It's but you have to join. class. You have to join the, the uh, social media platforms. Well, of course. There's got to be a catch now. Of course. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're Kosher Culinary is our handle. Our group is Kosher Culinary Arts on Facebook. Um, Kosher Culinary on Twitter. Check us out. 
We've got lots of great pictures. You can see what you can do at the school. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. So I'm yeah. waiting for all those emails to come in, and we will announce it in about probably maybe the end of January. We're going to announce the winner. So you've got a full month to talk to um, join yeah, all the CKCA stuff, and I'm going to keep mentioning it every week and help your, your social media Thank grow you. too. Thank you so much. And no problem. Quick What's for Dinner segment um, sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glatt. Um out there in Cedarhurst. I cannot do a show without having a quick recipe that we uh, put together. Um, I was at spin class the other day and somebody said to me, I need a soup. Give me the fastest soup you can give me right before spin class at Studio Inu was about to start. I told her, this is my favorite, easiest soup. Saute an onion, a nice big fat Spanish onion. We've yeah, learned. That could be. Yeah. And then uh, I throw in some cremini mushrooms, about three cups worth. Five zucchinis. I fill the water after the zucchinis, after the onions have sauteed, I throw in the mushrooms, chopped up chunks of zucchini, water up until the top of the vegetable line, not so much water because that way it gets very thin. Mm-hmm. Throw in some salt, cover it, boil it till it's soft, and then I it. It is the most amazing soup. It's fat-free and it's creamy without having any. The zucchinis make it creamy. And what would we call that soup? I call it. Zucchini mushroom soup. Nice. Yeah, it's really easy. It sounds puree zucchini mushroom soup, and it's fat-free, and it's really easy to digest, and there's no flour in it. It's gluten-free. It's vegan, all that good stuff. So that was our What's for Dinner segment, sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glut. Thank you, Gourmet Glut. Yeah, we love you, Gourmet Glut, yeah, right? Yeah, we do. Nechi, hi. Hello, Welcome. hello. We actually, at the last minute stuff, we go to Gourmet Glut to pick up some stuff. Isn't it fantastic? Love it. Okay. Where do you work? In the Loft Steakhouse. It's on 13th and 40th, so we have a gourmet glass right across right, the Right near you, yeah. exactly. Now, yeah, tell that, me. What part of Brooklyn is that? It's, bar- uh, it's in Borough Park. Borough Park, yeah. right? The, the, the heart of Borough Park, the right? Borough the heart Park. of Borough Park. Now, now tell me, you finished uh, culinary school in what year? I finished, it was the la- last year's. This year. This year. This yeah. Spring of 2014. So you must be super talented to get into the Loft. Like um, right away. I'm super lucky. Oh, I'll tell you. No. I, was, I bet you're super talented. <laughs> I, I, he's got a lot of passion. He's being modest. He, he, um, he's got a lot of passion. He's give, got a are great we embarrassing eye. you? No. I'm just saying lucky we love because Matthew. I'm I'm saying the word lucky because I went to eat at the loft. I did not go for an interview. I went to eat with a friend which happened to know the owner at the time, the manager, and Right, we finished dinner. We said, "Hey, let's go down and talk to the guy." We went down, and I told him, "I'm finishing school." And he says, "You looking for a job?" So I said, "Maybe." And he says, "Come in when you finish." And I finished school, and I called him up. He says, "Come in." And the next thing I know, I got the job. Okay, what's your specialty? What do you do there? Are you on the line? Yes, I work the line. Oh, see, I'm learning. Uh-uh. I work okay. the line. Um, I'm uh, doing it's the salad station, the cold appetizers, some main dishes. I got a duck for a main dish, one of the main dishes I do. It's your creation? The duck? Um, no. There's great uh, chef, Chef Boris, and the sous chef, Aviva Emanuel. They do a beautiful job, and I take that and I make, I follow their guidelines, but I got to do it. Right. And I, I love do, it. Yeah. Um, I got the job there, and that's what I do all day from... 12 to 12. He's going into work as soon as we're yes, done here. Yes, all right. I'm yes. leaving here and I'm today, going right today to Today's a really busy a really day for busy you. One. I can imagine being New Year's yeah. Eve and everyone's going out to even in Borough Park and uh, New York City. <laughs> hey, Matthew, do you still love cooking? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> you know what? People <laughs> ask me you that. Get, you got burnt? Um, no, actually, I'm pretty good right now. I, salad station. If you get burned on salad, no, I, we, got, we got we got we in the got, kitchen. If you get burnt on salad, uh, <laughs> we got I got a couple of sauté dishes. I mean, the sweetbreads has the. the I don't know how to make sweetbreads. Do you know, Dini? Do you do sweetbreads? I yeah. like once or twice. Uh, I have I have to learn that. Yeah, my clients are mostly like very health conscious. It's a lot of fresh fruit, vegetables, healthy whole grains. I don't do too many exotic tongues. No animal glands. <laughs> yeah, I not like Actually, you, what my... is sweetbreads? Put that to rest. People think it's Thymus. all kinds of different. I've heard it's brains. I've heard it's pancreas. No, what no, is it? No. Thymus. Thymus. Thymus glands. Thymus, Thymus glands. Thymus glands. Thymus glands. Thymus glands. Woo, yeah. Okay, what? That's in the neck? Exactly. Uh, what the is neck that? of the cow. Uh, it is actually in the neck of a calf. A calf. 
A calf. A calf. A calf. I sound like a New Yorker now. The neck of a calf. Well, I'll be Australian. It's a calf. A calf. <laughs> yeah. Actually, better. Uh, sweetbreads and tongues are one of my the two dishes that I make the most every day. It's around 30 to 40 dishes of, oh. or 50 sometimes. Is it a top oh, seller? Um, no, the top seller would be uh, like a duck gnocchi or a crispy <gasps> beef. Don't, don't say it. Don't oh. duck gnocchi and crispy beef. Okay, yeah. I'm coming. That's I'm coming. Yeah, I'm you warning you, laugh. Definitely. I'm coming. You should definitely Let's go together. I'm I'm loft. <laughs> we oh open at 5.30 to 10.30 every night. No lunch? No lunch. What? Not yet. These restaurants not open for lunch. We actually have my my chefs were talking about lunch and starting the program, but lately um, this place got flooded at night. I mean, oh, we're going from, oh. from two months ago doing 70 covers was a busy night. We're doing 250 covers. Uh, covers? Wow. What do you mean by covers? By uh, you know, people. pretend we don't know what's going on in the Meals. kitchen. Meals. Meals is yeah. called a cover. Yeah. Is that from start to finish? Yeah. Like the super and, appetizer and or the... Yes, yes, that's a, per person. Per, per person is a cover. So if I go to a restaurant, I order fish and a and a chicken uh, appetizer, main course and, and dessert. dessert. Just yeah. me, my three things is called a cover. Yeah, Correct. Right. Or if you just come in for a salad and a hamburger, still that's a also a cover. Okay, good to know. Uh, that's why we're here to learn. So five. Mm, I'm more like the five course. Okay, yeah. great. Um, well, you 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 do spin. I do spin. Oh, like, that's how tw- you could do the five courses. Like twice a month, you know. Don't think I go everywhere. <laughs> I wish I had the time because I'm busy cooking. The network doesn't give you a budget for eating out? And what? A budget for eating out? The yeah. network? Yeah, the network. <laughs> right? Yeah, we. I, I love to eat out. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. People say to me, do you, do you like to eat out? Do you like to cook? I said, I like everything. Don't you hear the beginning of my show? I love everything about food. I love the cooking. But I also like having someone cook for me, and I really appreciate oh, yeah. the different flavors what's your favorite spice i'm going to go around the around the table here it's my new thing i'm going to ask everybody favorite spice ah uh, <laughs> no that's pretty difficult because I'm, I'm i'm good with everything really right now my favorite spice probably be garlic powder garlic, garlic powder garlic i mean i love garlic too don't get me garlic wrong garlic powder garlic fresh garlic sauteed garlic Okay. Garlic is a really one of my favorite I'm things. I'm smelling right lots now. of garlic here from the pickles. <laughs> okay, Dini? I think crushed chili, chili crushed flakes. Crushed chili flakes? Mm. Chef? Like spice it up. That's a tough one. I would say uh, if I had to pick one, one flavor profile, one, fla- or one, one fla- spice. 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 Margarine. Not oh, margarine, margarine. I, 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 know, I know what you meant. I think it just goes great with lamb, and, and lamb's <laughs> one of my favorite proteins. Uh, something that you from Australia might know a bit about. Chef, I just bought back, I was in Australia twice this year. My dad was sick, and I went to visit him, but thank God he's okay. And I bought back a suitcase full of lamb. <laughs> in my Australia, Australian lamb tastes better than American lamb because it's all grass-fed. It was in my freezer. My freezer I disagree was, with you. I got to We're going to get into a we're gonna have a We're going to have a oh, chat about this. Don't leave after fight this. Here. I left my freezer door open by accident but everything defrosted we ate so much lamb over shabbos i think i need a cholesterol check (laughs) okay chef jesse jesse um i think mine i would say smoked paprika smoked smoked paprika that's a great spice yeah what whenever i use it i'm like it smells like right it has a it just can give as a smoked taste to anything Yep. You can put it on your breakfast cereal if you like. Oh, that's nice. Mm, smoky but you, frosted you, flakes. Mm. <laughs> Seems like you uh, do have a uh, – you like to lean towards smoked spices because I uh, remember I saw that smoked salts you brought Smoked salts. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of those that's cool. flavored yeah. salts. Now I just that was are in Hawaii uh, and I bought back six different kinds of salts. Did they come in test tubes, Naomi? Uh, all kinds. Yeah, I bought well, in test they're tubes. They're very in fashion now, yeah. all the salt and Himalayan salt, Himala- smoked oh, salt. Hello, Himalayan salt. salt. I thought this I saw that. This is Miriam Wallach's salt. How she keeps that? it that such a <laughs> – Right we're, we're big salt people here on the Nahum Legal Network. You know I'm telling the truth okay, if it's right well, on your desk. We are wrapping up into our last minute and a half. Doesn't the, doesn't the hour fly? It oh, does. Normal. I have a gift for you. I want to give me? it to you. Yeah. Oh, I love presents. And it, goes with, it goes with your outfit. Oh. It's very chic. It's black. Oh, it's black chic. on black. It's an apron with a CKCA logo. Oh, my God. Thank you. There oh. we go. I'm going to I'm gonna put it on for put the last on. Do it. round out. Merchie, thank you so much. Hey, thank I, you for I having me. I want to talk to you more as well, especially about the loft, because it's really hot new, hot yes. news out there. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of it on Facebook. Yeah, um, people doing commenting a great job over at the loft. Uh, right. on, on all the foodie groups, I'm really hearing a lot about it. I'd like to continue our conversation. 
This was the CKC hour. CKCA hour. Culture Arts. We have the giveaway. Thank you to Jesse for doing that for us. If you want to give away a free recreational cooking class, uh, you, all you have to do is join one of the social media platforms and we will check that you are on it. So send me an email, Naomi at com, that you want to win this free class and let me know what social media platform you signed up for. And we're really excited to uh, have you guys down here finally. Thanks a whole for team us. of you today. Um, DeniDelivers.com, Mechis at the Loft, ckca.com kosherculinaryarts.com and yeah it's been a great show our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman we taste better everyone stay listening we have music right up until candle lighting Shabbat Shalom everybody and uh, I hope everyone's going to have a great fabulous 2015 take care everyone happy cooking